Welcome to Moving Through Life, the baseball podcast. This is Donald Lutz, one of your hosts. I would like to welcome you to our show. I would also like to announce my co-host, baseball expert, Frank Fister. Hey, Donald. Hello there, everyone. This is Frank Fister, second of your two hosts, professional coach, teammate, and friend. It's an honor to be here with you all. What's up, everyone? Let's get into it. Today, we got a special about bunting. Frank, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great. We're, lay, we're, we're laying it down and moving runners over, bro. That's it. Team play. Uh, I'm a, actually, I'll lead it off with this one. The only one I want to talk about, actually not the only one, there is sack bunts, drag bunts, and push bunts. Which one do you want to cover first? Um, let's do sack bunt first. Cause you just, you just talked about the team play. So let's do, let's do the sack bunt first and then we'll get into the, the fun that the fast guys can do and really, you know, anybody, but cool. I did kind of set guy. you up cause I said, what you want to do first, I think, cause to all bunt players, there's also a defensive part of the play. Like a lot mm. of times people have to cover first, the second baseman, the pitcher, you know, there's different things. But yeah, let's go sack bunt first. So because this is an educational podcast about baseball, also a podcast for people who are moving through life, like anyone. So there's, I'll, I'll do a quiz. Let's do a quiz. So Frank, run up first, first inning. You want to bunt just for fun. Which way do you bunt? Third base or first base? Where are the runners? Say that again. Just, just first runner. I'm on first base. You're coming up. No outs, you want to move me over. Which way are you taught to bunt the ball? Yeah, first why? base. Cool. Why? Um, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I, well, because the first baseman's got to hold the runner on. Yeah. doesn't have to, but is starting holding the runner on. So he, they have more space to cover to field the ball. So you're trying to get him to field, excuse me, he or she. You're trying to get the first base, first baseman to field the ball less likely to get the out at second and more mm -hmm. likely to get you out at first. Because mm -hmm. you played third, it's much easier for you to come in on a harder bunted ball and just right. feel that set your feet throw the second. Get the force yeah, because the, the, right, the only thing the third baseman has to worry about is a slash. So you really can, you can, t you can eat up a lot of ground. At sure, see, I didn't even think so. Okay. I'm going to write this down because I just realized we're going to dive deep into this. We got a sack bunt with a run on first. <laughs> got that one. Tell us about a slash. What is a slash? For anyone slash. who doesn't know what a slash is after a bunt, fake bunt or whatever. Yeah. And one thing I'd like to do a disclaimer for everything we say on this podcast. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> Here we go. Don't, tr don't trust us. Trust yourselves. Like, we're going to say what we got and check it out, ask other people, try yourself, learn and explore for yourselves. But so, nice. and also, you know, we are also coming from places of, of experience, so it's not nonsense, but a slash is when you're showing bunt and then um, you could, I mean, some, at some levels coaches call it, but you, you show bunt, then you, as the pitch is coming, you kind of reload your hands and then swing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Trying to put nice. the ball in play. Yeah. Cool. I'll give you that my... That was pretty simple, man. I'm pretty pumped that I, I made that simple. I could have... 
I could have thrown I'm not way gonna... too many words at that. <laughs> yep, I'm not even going to give mine to that. I'm not going to add my mustard. That's pretty good because we want to keep it simple. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. So I'm going to tick off the slash. We covered the slash. Nice. We did cover um, run on first. Obviously, if wait, can I say one thing on the slash that I think is helpful? If it's simple, sure. Super simple. If if people who are listening are at what you know at, at younger levels and they feel like playing with it, basically. If you show bunt in a sacrifice situation, if you have the freedom to do this in a game, if you show bunt and you see the corners, the first base and the third baseman crashing hard, that's when you slash because they're basically selling out to get the out at second. And the big thing is to try to get the runner to second with those sack bunts. So the time you would slash is if you could read those guys crashing. So that's just, that's when you would do it on your own. And I think that's useful info. Cool, cool. See, now, because Frankie already said the disclaimer, and I said I was going to keep it simple, but I'm going to open this topic yes. up again and go, I always thought you only slash, let's say, if there's like a run on second, because most times then, let's say you have a wheel play on, the third baseman and the first man crash. Because if there's yeah. a run on first only, third baseman doesn't crash. And also... Because you said the hitter pulls his back. First, back you said, sorry, you said third baseman. Did you say third baseman doesn't crash? You said first baseman doesn't crash. First baseman would not crash with just a runner on first. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying, sorry, I'm going back two steps. If you're no, in the I box, might have misunderstood. No, that's fine. That's right. fine. You're in the box. You see first and third crash, no matter where the runners are. Because I don't want people to just start slashing. Obviously, there's a. As at the plate, you're trying to hit like a hard ground ball towards the person which is crashing because it's really difficult. You're probably yeah. going to go into self-protect mode, spin around, hoping the ball hits yeah, you dude. in the back and you can throw it first. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, yeah, that's the slash. So slash comes with risk. Slash, Which is something maybe with. maybe coaches want to work on, you know, get your – see how you can work on the old ball off the back uh, ground ball play. Just kidding. Don't do that. No, it's – I remember – so like, like the bunt in general, because uh, we wanted to use this, yeah, this educational podcast to talk about baseball and education on baseball. So I see Shoyotani, sorry. Yeah, shout out to Shoyotani. He dropped it like 593-foot bomb today. But he also, he <laughs> bunts now. Like he puts down drag bunts and stuff, which He's leads awesome. me into my – actually, no, no, let's go back. Sorry. Yeah, shout out he to He also Yotani. picks up – he also gets trash knocks. Yep. Can you explain, please, to our listeners what that means? Yeah, trash knock. Um, it's when you pick up a piece of trash and throw it yep. away. Yeah, um, it's a good thing, right? A good, like, good comment, yeah, you're, you're good vibe, leaving, good, whatever. Leaving, leaving, places, leaving places cleaner than you find them. That's it. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to tell you the next situation now. So we got the sack bounce. Yes, I think you're right, by the first. way. It makes, sense. it makes sense what you're saying about the slash, by the way, to me that it's more with first and second because both those guys are crashing as opposed to with just a runner on first. I think you mm -hmm. might be right. I'm, I'm not. That's a, that's no, a no, no, no. Remember, the game is played different on every continent. Like, uh, I feel like there used to be more small ball, like let's say in Japanese or Asian cultures where it's literally, you know, you, you do everything to get every single run across the play where in America, it used to be more as a power ball. You know, let's see who can hit the ball the furthest. And now I feel like everything is combining because about it could all. I could also be wrong because I'm just getting into 
kind of fan mode instead of just competing mode where I really just enjoy watching a game of baseball. So I'm still learning myself, obviously, just watching. But nice. I'm going to throw a new one at you. So now we got runner on quiz. Runner first and second, no outs. Because also, we don't usually sack bunt with one out. But that's a, like manager's discretion. Most times you bunt with no outs. So then you have a running and scoring position with less than two outs. So you, you yeah. have two more guys come up to possibly drive that guy in. But let's take a step back. We got runoff first and second, Frank. No outs early or late in the game. Doesn't really matter. Which way are you supposed to bunt the ball? Well, this is a fun one because I do remember a coach saying, no, we keep it simple. Uh-uh. I'm uh-uh. keeping it simple. It's funny because I'm, I'm going to keep it simple into two things instead of one. It's still simple. It's not the simplest, but it's simple, which is good for me. That I remember a coach saying, there's one, there's one direction that you want it to be. That, that's the priority of it. But, but I, remember, I remember one. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. I'll but someone saying, this, no matter what you're saying. So but going. I remember someone saying, just get it down. But anyway, I'd say towards third is what you're trying to do. But get it yeah, down. Exactly, because we're educating. So why? Like, why? Why not the first? Why towards third? Because if it's first and second and you're bunting, you're trying to get the – you're trying to get both – you're trying to get – really, you're trying to get the runner into third. That, that run's important. And then you yeah. have a chance to get the sack fly or any – you know, it gets that runner to third with less than two outs, with one out. Mm-hmm. So – the priority is to get the runner to third simplest. And one of the best chances to do that is to get the third baseman to leave the bag. And then either, you know, the shortstop would have to cover third or no one will cover third, depending on how that team defends the bunt and you get your job done. So to, to try to put yourself in a spot um, to move that guy to third, get the third baseman off the bag. Yep. Awesome. And then as of now we're going into the defensive part, like, you're at third base. We're not going to go into all the different plays, but mm-hmm. now we can go into a situation. Let's say I'm in the box. You're playing third. It's um, yeah, no outs. I got the bunt sign, and I'm really good. I've awesome bat control. Who's on I, base? Uh, I don't know. It don't matter. And okay. yeah, now no, I'm saying like first and second or first. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's run on first and second. Thank and you. I got my you. goal is. Now, to read you and the first baseman, even though I've never done this because I want to tie it back into that slash. So your objective usually, let's say it's early in the game as a third baseman. What are you trying to do? Early in the game, I'm trying to get an out. Cool. And now we can go into the next argument point again from different perspectives. Like late in the game, I've heard people to say, same thing, just get an out. But I also heard people to say, Let's try all these crazy, like, wheel plays, this is this, to get the out at third, which yeah. I think I've been in baseball for 16, 17, 18 years. I've, I don't think I've ever seen it happen. But people still train it a lot. So, yeah, and, and you, that's oh, cool. Hold on, hold on, sorry, time out. Have you ever been part of a successful wheel play? Wheel play just means short start, everybody's moving, oh, and you get the guy at third base. Like, just off the top of your head. If you don't know, just say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, cool. That's a, it's so, a it's a maybe. It's a maybe more towards a likelihood of it being a no, but it's a maybe. Yeah, I remember. Sorry, now I'm going back to one of my panic moments because we also sometimes talk about panic. 
I don't think in my life I've, <laughs> I feel that a successful bunt at first base because I used to panic so much. I would sprint in, slip on the grass because I was too heavy, or I'd just <laughs> throw the ball into the shitter down the right field line. I just pure panic. It's it was amazing. It took me till like four years ago. I turned my first like clean double play. I can't even say this out loud. I turned my first like clean double play on a backhand bullet to first, throw the short, cover first. I used to always, I was so bad at fielding, I would just knock him down and flip him to the pitcher <laughs> until I, I learned to slow down on the corners and use the Ray Chang approach to just kind of put your glove where you think the ball will be. And then all of a sudden, fielding became easier and no more panicking. But back to the bunting, most times bunts are put down in pressure situations, right? Like game on the line, nobody really bunts in the first inning, even though I mentioned it earlier. But the most times it's late in the game because you need to get that, let's say, runner either to second base or third base, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. So we have both sack bunts covered, right? Uh, bunt to first, bunt to, uh, sorry run on first base and the situation with the run on first and second. Mm -hmm. um, tell me something like drag bunt. Are we done yeah. with sack bunts here? Yeah, cool. Drag bunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, How much drag bunts have you put down in your life? Me? Very few. I've showed, I've shown bunt a few times. I don't cool. know if I've ever Perfect. really drag bunted in a game, but I've, I've shown it a few times for reasons. But yeah, tell us like your tactic. Why do you think yeah. that? Because I've done it two or three times and I like to mess with people, but like, why did you do it? Yeah, I actually didn't do it as much as I, it would be one that I would do more if I was playing now, even now, even at my age, I would do it more. Um, but I would do it, it like, I remember hearing from guys who we're good at bunting. I remember Andrew Means was a guy that I played with. He was mm -hmm. awesome. He played football. Speaker, yeah, yeah. speed, speed. Yeah, yeah. fast. So what, what was dude. the goal? Of a drag bunt? No, 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 the fake, the fake. Oh, yeah, nice work keeping me on topic. Yeah. Um, the, the goal is basically to change angles. So mm -hmm. if I show bunt early in a series against a team that I'm playing three or four times, or even early in a game against a team, as a third base where I played a lot of third base, um, if I showed it once, then it's in the third baseman's mind. So he has to either be like, oh, this guy's not going to bunt and then mm -hmm. not do anything. And, and then I'm fine. I'm in the same spot I was and he's playing back and he's not taking it away. Or he thinks I might actually do it. And then it changes the angle. He comes in a little bit and it opens up more holes for me to potentially get a hit. That's it, because you, you're taking away possibly, what, one or two steps, or it could be three inches to the left or right of his reaction time. So yeah, you're and if you think about... a chance to yeah. just have a more success in the future, correct? By just simply showing a bunt one time. Yep. That's it. And then sometimes the defense, they're like, hey, beware of the bunt. And then you, next thing you know, if you're the third baseman, you fall asleep. What you say, mm -hmm. like the third or fourth game of the series, everybody's a little bit tired, maybe? Frankie comes yep. up and actually drops one down, jogs it first, and says, ha ha. And then next that's time you a come knock. up. Yeah, that's a knock, baby. You get a high five. Oh, let me turn it into like celebration team mode because sack bun is obviously in general for someone who might not know baseball, it's a team play, correct? 
Yes. So, like, explain it simply to someone who's never watched a game of baseball, what a sack bunt, like, the whole moral, the whole idea of it is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You are basically, you're putting, you're putting the ball in play, and you are, your priority is to give yourself up. Your priority is to put it in play, not to get a hit, but for the defense to make the play to get you out so that a base runner who's on base can move ahead and get closer to scoring. So, yeah, right. so ultimate team it. play. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's more angles to it. Like, um, it really does, it's underrated, I think, these days in the days of analytics because I feel like sometimes the analytics don't always take into account the different feeling a pitcher has when a runner's on second as opposed to on first. It's a different feeling. And or on third, right? And and the different I'm sure that's all taken into account some places, but um it definitely changes the game in ways that aren't always seen. And then not only that for the person who's laying the bunt down, I remember having times where I don't think I I was really struggling hitting and I remember having a bunt situation and getting the bunt down and I got a little lower, my eyes were a little closer to my bat and I could really, I could see the ball hit the barrel and I laid it down and it boosted my confidence from feeling like I was helping the team to also feeling like I had a better sense of where the barrel was at in a game situation. So I remember coming in and like getting high fives and being like, yeah, dude, first barrel I got in two weeks. And, um, and that, and that was real. And it, you know, it feels, feels good to get those high fives. So it's, it's an ultimate team play. You're giving yourself up. You're giving yourself, giving up and at bat, basically, a chance to get a hit. You're giving that up, which is sort of, which is a pretty valuable thing um, to help the team, to move a runner closer, to help the guy who's coming up next have a better chance to hit RBI, to drive a run. Yeah, that's amazing. It, it's the ultimate team play. And uh, it's back in the big leagues, I feel like a little more. Uh, I watched the game this morning actually two and there was a bunch of bunts and uh, the team which didn't get the bunt down the next innings lost and i remember that some of the things you learn early on were you better know how to bunt it but you also have to practice it it's you can't just expect to be in the season and then all of a sudden it's first and second or a play of time and you're like okay get the bunt down oh sorry i've never bunted of somebody throwing 98 because most times later in the game it's like a setup guy or closer and so mm-hmm. you got to prepare yourself for that situation which you can do by just bunting a lot where bunting competitions in spring training hitting or bunting off the heck attack or once in a while just being like you know what spring training i'm gonna sacrifice this at bat and I actually try to bunt because i know i might have to do it later in the season or because also let's say we, we because we're talking about like big leagues and this and this if you get called up to the big leagues Mm-hmm. And you don't know how to bunt, no matter, even if you hit 100 homers in the minor leagues, you're probably going to get sent back to AAA, might not ever sniff the big leagues again. Because like, like minor leagues is to prepare yourself for the situation. So it's um, yeah, you know, and done the coaching. No, but yeah. as, as somebody that, that you, you are a big leaguer, like those first, a lot of the first opportunities guys get, right? Are are base running situations like you think of guys who get September call ups, whether it's playoff teams or non playoff teams, mm-hmm. they are usually going to be in. They're not going to be playing every day right away. Not all of them, and you're going to be put in situations where 
you've got it where it's like where it really is an important thing. And if you're so much of it is is that we've talked about trust before. Can a can a manager can a coach trust that you can help the team win in these small ways? I like what you said that, earlier. Get the job done. Like, yeah. I don't know if you realized you said earlier. Like, yeah, get the job done because baseball is like we. I think. Yeah, we'll tie it into another episode, the balance between mm -hmm. fun and job and, like, all this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you have a job on the team. Like, baseball is a game. Baseball is a job. Baseball is work. Baseball is passion. Baseball is everything. But you better know how to get a bunt down if your manager asks you to get a bunt down. So I think that's, mm -hmm. like, the main thing. That's pretty yeah. pretty powerful shit. Yeah, and if you don't, and if you don't know, like... It is, it is important, and it's not the kind of thing to pretend like you know when you don't. It's the kind of thing to work on, like, like you were saying about the hack attack or, you know, practice it. Like, you, you take all these BP rounds and we take all these swings. Why not end a round with a bunt, end a round with a barrel, you know? I, yeah, I used could to get your I, team I going, I would, too. Yeah. Right, if I take BP or we're taking BP and I drop a nasty drag bunt less, instead of trying to hit a homer on my last swing, Sometimes yeah. I, I drop a little bunt and then run the first and celebrate yeah, like I fun. just bunted a walk off. Like, just mm -hmm. make it a game. Make it otherwise. Like, make it part of your routine. Sorry. Yeah. That's Care about it because it matters. You know, like local. try to try to see see how it matters to you because you can't fake caring about it. But if it if it doesn't matter to you, I think it's worth checking in with your priorities about the game because it. It matters. <laughs> yeah, and there's more to it than just flipping a bomb or like admiring a nasty play in the infield, a little sports yeah. center play. But which mm -hmm. brings me back to drag bunting. Uh, obviously, there's more shifts. There's a lot of drag bunts. Drag bunting, honestly, you can bunt in front of the catcher. If the catcher stinks, if the pitcher is shit, sorry, if the pitcher is not athletic, even though they always claim they're athletes, if the first baseman's slow, I suggest to... Oh, push bunt. Um, yeah, the Shields taught me about a push. Actually, everybody taught me about a push bunt when I was young. Push bunt means that you kind of push a ball past the pitcher, past the first baseman, towards the second baseman. So everyone kind of takes one or two steps towards the ball, then realizes, oh, shit, this is actually pushed to the second baseman, and then most times you beat it out. But it can also be end up into a line drive to the pitcher or first baseman. <laughs> which is cool though, but it's also like a lost forgotten art, the push bunt. Yeah, if you're as strong as Don, you might even be able to push bunt over the second baseman, but that, I don't know if that's happened. It can happen. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, drop a, I'll drop a bunt story just because we had it. So I tried to, I tried to bunt once. There was like a lefty on the mound. I think he threw like 99 or, and it, it was like invisible all. What do you call it? Invisible. I couldn't see the ball. And I was like, I got no chance. Let me just try to bunt so I don't look like a dumbass once I strike out. Because mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to strike out. So, yeah, negative thoughts. Not good on the box. Confidence. Anyway, I tried to bunt. Had my finger wrapped. So, this is a guy who has practiced bunting for over eight years with a lot of pride. But never drag bunting. Most times it was just sack bunt. Because I love being the team player. I was feeding, I was feeding off high fives, not off drag bunts, because I'd rather mm. swing away if I get the chance. Like, I'd rather hit a homer. Anyways, try to bomb. Left index finger was wrapped around the barrel, got smoked, broke my finger, 
And that's, I think, the only, maybe two times in my life I've tried to bump. Um, yeah. Stayed in the game, though, hit an upper bump next to bat. And after oh. that, sorry, yeah, I got a back. And then after that, got x-rayed down, was done for a little bit. But believe it or not, for like the next two or three months I came back, I sometimes would still hold off my index finger on my bat because I felt like it was easier for me. Because like next to bat, once I broke it, like I didn't know what was going on. I went yeah. upper taco, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to hold my bat like that all the time. <laughs> and, uh, there you anyway, go. So, yeah. so, which, which reminds me of a – well, let's not get into it. I'll wait. But that's, that's awesome. I feel like that right there is something that is a separator of your – the way that you viewed that situation and were able to turn a broken finger into a useful grip. I remember – um, one of our coaches, Darren Bragg, had a similar story in the big leagues about it. And yeah, um, I think you mentioned it on the first or second episode of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, and it's, I think that's like, that's, that is a, it's, that's part of the creativity of the game, I feel like, and, and the value of, of a creative perspective and to also be realistic with what's happening, but then, um, to be able to kind of dance with what comes at you. And that's pretty cool, man. That's, yeah. I mean, the situation that's a, that's came, a gift. it came from a place of panic. Like I always try to tell everyone nice. to panic, but I, you know, I, I'm yeah. probably one of the biggest panicker there is. I just don't show it. Like everyone, nice. I think I'm like the biggest overthinker. I'm the biggest. Yeah. We you panic, you panic well. Yeah. I, yeah. You told me dude. if you panic, panic well, but, it's not that easy. In that moment, I felt lost in the ballast box. I should have just taken. Should have been just like, maybe this guy walks me. But I was like, also, I'm not just going to give away my bat. Like, F that. I'm going to try to drag by. Oh. Why not? <laughs> also, Don, I oh, got my it. Bat, my bat. I got one yeah. more. Um, okay, cool. With a lefty on the mound, I want to drag bunt towards first base because the left-handed pitcher falls towards the third baseline after his delivery. And with a right-handed pitcher, you want to drag bunt to third. Obviously, remember, check your corners first. See if the third or first baseman are playing in. Then don't, maybe don't bunt if you don't have plus speed, don't a lot of speed. But remember, right-handed pitcher falls off to first base side, so you want to drag bunt towards third. Sorry, keep going. That's all right. Can I, I, want, can I say one thing about defense yeah. from a third baseman that you, can be kind of fun? And not, um. So if you ever have like a coach that says, take it away, and you don't really know what that means, or nice. you, you don't really know how to, if a guy is showing bunt and you're not sure if he'll actually do it, one thing you can do is start on the grass, start like you're, start like you're way in, like you're expecting them to bunt, and then kind of look around, you know, so that if they look down, you know, if the, like you just said, peek at the third baseman, see where he's playing. If you're playing – at the bag like you're expecting a guy to drag bunt and you're taking it away then when he steps in the box not a lot you know it takes a savvy savvy hitter which also if you're a bunter vary the times when you check the third baseman and kind of peak you know peak sneaky because if you start on the grass by the time the pitcher gets on the rubber and comes set you can take a few steps back and get your angle back and you can get that space back so you can take it away early once the hitter steps in the box and he's locked in on the pitcher you can slowly kind of smoothly ease your way back without him noticing. And then you can kind of take that away from him and still not give up your angles and get, and give up holes. 
So mm -hmm. that's kind of one thing that's kind of cool, and you can play around with that. And then also a really fun story from one of our friends, Ryan Lamar, who's a really awesome dude and has some pinch amazing stories. He got the pinch overall. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. But he uh he he told me a story once when he was in double A with uh with Jim Riggleman and as the manager and who's like an all time baseball dude. And Lamar goes up to the plate and this is you know, he's eventually he's a big leaguer, but he goes up to the plate and as he's walking up to the plate, I hope he's all right that I'm telling this story. Uh, sorry if I'm off here. But he goes up to the plate and at, before he gets into the box he kind of hits the bat on the ground and realizes he's walking up to the plate with a bat that's already cracked. So <laughs> he's too embarrassed because, again, the manager's like, you know, has managed in the big leagues. He's in double A now, but he's managed yeah, you're in the big leagues. Too you, can't, you can't go back to the dugout before <laughs> even the first pitch and say your bat's broken. Like, he's, he's too embarrassed. So he's like, all right, I got to figure this out. Like, I, you know, he's like, maybe, you know, I'll just try to lay a bunt down. So he gets in the box. He – he shows bunt and it's a ball. He shows bunt again and it's a ball. And he's like, man, he's like, and he, he told me the story. He's like, dude, I'm standing in the box. And I'm like, you know, first I'm crazy. I'm thinking, you know, I'm freaking out panicking because I'm walking in the box with a broken bat. And then he's like, then I show bunt twice and I'm already ahead 2-0. I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? He's like, maybe <laughs> I might get away with this. Am I going to get away with this? I think he took a strike. He took another ball like he was ready. He was just pimp job, like like taking auto take. G, yeah. auto take. G, yeah, it's an auto take, but with a G leg kick. So the guy oh, thought yeah. he was really juicing up, but yeah. he knew he wasn't going to swing at all. Ends up working <laughs> a walk. And then um, I'll tell the rest of the story um, if, if we get into base running, because there's more to the story that has to do with base running. It makes it even funnier. Yeah, if but, it's educational, but, I think you should just keep rolling. All right, so he he – basically gets on first base. It's a left-handed pitcher. He worked a walk with a broken bat before even getting into the box. So he knew he wasn't going to swing, works mm -hmm. a walk, gets on base. That's heroic. And, um, and then in tune with the bunt episode, that was, that was his plan is maybe I'll lay down a bunt. Gets on first base, has a one-way lead against the lefty. So that means that you are not stealing. Your main priority is to you know, I know negative, like not get picked off. You're not getting picked off. Like you are leaning yeah, towards first, set. making sure, like making sure he goes home. Off. So he has a one-way lead. He is making sure he's not getting picked off and, and the guy still picks him off. So, Love that. He, Love so he's that. bummed, you know, this is like awesome. Cause you go from super, super, you know, super, like not the best moment of having a broken bat, embarrassing to then to then being a hero and walking to then back being, you know, being the, the, the guy that got picked off with a one way lead against the lefty comes in, keeps playing next at bat gets a knock with a bat. That's not broken. So power to him. I think the first win was that he walked to the plate with a bat that wasn't broken. Then he got the knock. He's on first base. Now still lefty. He's like, I'm really not, you know, now he shortens up one way lead, you know, same kind of idea gets picked off again and then he comes in and he asks and he, he's so embarrassed Riggleman doesn't say a word to him and then he comes in and he's like putting his helmet away but he's so embarrassed he's like kind of trying to say something to get some kind of a reaction and he goes he goes how do you how do I get how do I get picked off twice with, with the one how do, how do I get picked off two times in a row from a lefty with a one-way lead 
And Riggleman apparently says something like, I don't know, man. I have never seen it before, but <laughs> you got to come up with that answer because I just saw you do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's Put it back time. on him. Love that. That's a good Unreal. one to finish this bud episode with. Uh, enjoy Frankie P's. All time. Yes. Oh, yeah. The GOAT. Like I said, still jealous he got to pitch at Fenway and someone hit an absolute rocket over his head. I remember his, I think he's like, oh my God, I almost died. I was like, what do you mean? You got to pitch at Fenway, bro. Like, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anyway, awesome. we're going, um, we're going to drop one of your songs in here. I'm going to surprise you. I know you sent me a couple and I have two favorites. Anyways, for our listeners, enjoy and we'll see you in episode 14. See you, Frank. All right. See you, Don. Just bumping in love and there I was 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 just bumping in love and there I
Tap, 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 tap,